Hello and welcome to the Small Business Sessions powered by Zero. My name is Emma Jones, founder of Enterprise Nation, and every week I'm joined by an entrepreneur or expert here at Enterprise Nation HQ in East London who share their tips and their wisdom on different aspects of starting and growing a business. And I'm very happy today that we have one of our favourite friends from Enterprise Nation, which is Jamie Hewitt from Rocketship WP. We came across him, I think you first came across Enterprise Nation. You came to some of our startup workshops, did you not? That's correct. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, when I first started my business, um, I was looking for inspiration. And so I came along to Somerset House and I attended a couple of the sessions that you ran there. Um, some of them were on, funnily enough, on digital. And then <laughs> we taught you everything you know. In, indeed, indeed. Um, and then also some sort of broader um, business related topics which were extremely helpful in terms of getting my business going. So this is the thing, your business is now very much up and running. You, uh, well, tell us, tell us what Rocketship WP does. Yes, certainly. So uh, Rocketship WP is a web design agency uh, based in uh, North London and operating out of a couple of postcodes. So working predominantly in the Muswell Hill, uh, Crouch End, Highgate and Hampstead areas. Um, And I specialise in working with um, a lot of independent high street businesses. So uh, cafes, restaurants, um, all those sorts of places, really, wine shops and things like that. Uh, And it's been going really well. And essentially, these are the retailers who are exactly the people who sell brilliantly well on the high street, but desperately want to sell online, which is everything we're going to talk about. But we're going to particularly focus in this show on, well, in fact, it's called Steal the Show with SEO. (laughs) So SEO is a topic that comes up time and time again from small businesses saying, how do I do it? What is it? How do I get it right? So Let's start with the basic principles. What is SEO? Yeah, so SEO stands for search engine optimization. And it's really about how you can get your your website, your online presence um, higher up the rankings and more visible in search engines like Google and like Bing. So that's essentially what it is. And knowing what it is, because of course, this is what everybody wants, is that if I make anything like flower vases and somebody's googling flower vases i want to be on that first page of results so it's every kind of small business owner's dream yes absolutely where do i even start with going about doing it uh, <laughs> well i mean it's a very good point but i think i would sum it up in in three kind of key phrases really so the first one would be content is king so it's about producing high quality content that relates to the topics uh, that you're that you specialize in and that you'd like to rank for It's about sharing is caring. So it's about promoting uh, your content online uh, and making sure that you can do everything in your power to get that content shared. And then the final uh, phrase I'd use to sum it up is um, make Google happy. Um, So there's a lot of uh, technical, slightly geeky stuff, some people might say, um, that really helps to boost your website in the rankings. So those are the three broad areas. No, I like that. So content is king, sharing is caring, caring. and make Google happy. Love that. So let's just go into a little bit more detail on each one of those. When you say content is king, what does that involve? So as a small business owner, say I'm making things, um, how do I go about producing content? So what is that content on? Is it video content, audio content, written content, social media what kind of content, I guess, works best for SEO? Yeah, so it's a combination of all things. Um, so the, the bottom line is um, you want to, um, the way that search engines and search en- engine optimization works um, still is around keyword phrases. So you are trying to rank individual pages on your website for certain keyword phrases. 
So that involves uh, in making sure that the title of your page relates to a specific keyword that you think that your customers are going to be searching for to try and find your business. It means the URL link, which is the thing that people type into the bar at the top, um, preferably mentions the keyword that you're interested in. It's about making sure that the subheaders in the text um, mention relevant keywords around the topic. Um, a big part of it is actually around the quality of the content. So really what it is about um, is about producing stuff of value to the people that are searching. Because most people go through a kind of buyer process. So they'll, they'll be interested in a topic. They might be sofa search, um, sofa, excuse me, they might be uh, sofa surfing, is the phrase, <laughs> and uh, having a look around on a specific topic. Later on, they might be interested in comparing products and then ultimately they may, may be moving Looking towards to buy. buying. Mm. Yes, exactly. So you're trying to produce content that will help educate them um, and move them along that buyer process. So just back to the flower vases. So everything that you've just said there. So ideally, I would want flowervases.com or I sell flowervases.com literally in the domain. Absolutely. If it's not in the domain, as you say, in the subtext, so it's kind of, it's those words flower vases are used a lot on my website because yeah. I know this is what people are searching for. And it's content almost around helping the visitor understand. So maybe it's kind of things like uh, my top 10 tips on how to position a flower vase or here's how you make your own flower vase on a YouTube video. So it's, it's a combination of all of yes, those things. Yes, absolutely, where, where you can kind of slot in the keyword phrases. Um, I'd say in as a rule of thumb, really, it's about um, the overall quality and length of the uh, content that you're producing rather than the frequency. So if you're going for um, if you're going for something that's going to be intrinsically viral that people are going to want to share, then the chances are you're going to be wanting to write a piece of content that may be 2,000 to 2,500 words long. Wow. If you can add in video, uh, as you mentioned before, you know anything that makes it more interactive, keep people on your website, all of that sort of stuff is, is, is measured by Google. So they have a complex algorithm. They'll see that people are staying on the website. They'll see that people are deriving value from it through sharing, et cetera. And that will um, boost the, uh, the, the page authority, so your page rank. Um, and you'll higher. become, yeah, you'll come higher up the list. And how does that play to what we hear a lot about consumers' attention span now, I think, is shorter than a goldfish? That, you know, people, they're so used to kind of micro-blogging a la Twitter, so used to watching very quick video tutorials. But actually what you're saying is a good, strong 2,000-word piece is actually more valuable. Uh, yes, I mean, because... Uh, because it's it's more likely to uh, denote the fact that you're an expert on your topic. Um, it may be that people dip in and out. As you say, people may have a shorter attention span, but they may dip in out and out re and return to that piece, uh, revisit it, uh, continue reading, derive the benefit, tell their friends about it later. So I, I wouldn't be too worried about uh, microblogging. It's it is really it's it's the two things. It's the general um, value of the piece. Um, and uh, it's also about satisfying Google because Google is using its algorithms to, to kind of catalog that content. Um, and if there's a shorter piece of content on there, then it's, it's much less likely to, to rank more highly. I mean, the algorithms are quite sophisticated, so they'll look at synonyms and things like that. So you might, might find that although you are trying to produce a piece of content that's of value to your uh, customers um, around a specific keyword phrase, actually there will be other Key, similar keyword phrases mentioned in that content, which will mean that you rank then for other things. So it's 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 good to write in detail. Okay, it's interesting actually. We have a, a monthly team meet at Enterprise Nation, and our head of content always does the top twenty posts on the blog for the previous month. 
And I groan every time uh, we have this report because there's a post which was written in 2012 on five ways to start a food and drink business, which still comes up now in our top 10 posts every month Okay, because it's just ranked so incredibly well on Google. It may have been written five years ago and people just still keep on coming back to it. So as you say, I think all of those rules and the algorithms applies and people just keep on getting sent to this one Yeah, post. I mean, actually, a really good thing to do with that piece of content, if it was written five years ago, is obviously to to update it. As we do a, it all the time. It's one, of, it's, <laughs> one of the, it's one of the top tips, actually, for content. If you produce something that um, ha, has intrinsic value that people are obviously sharing, then by all means, revisit that content, revisit it on a six-monthly or an annual basis, refresh the links. Um, you basically want your... You want it to, um, to appear higher up in your um, website's architecture, so you want it to have more prominence uh, on the homepage or in, on the blog post, etc. Um, if you just leave it, it just sort of you know falls away into the archive, and less people less um, less people are likely to see it. So just keep those updates coming. And you've spoken about frequency. Um, I went onto a website the other day. It's a professional services organisation, and I know that they're still in business. But I clicked on blog ready to read kind of tips around what they do. And the last blog post was 2014. Okay. <laughs> so right. I know we spoke about regularity. Surely, though, you would suggest that people turn up a little bit more than once every couple of years. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the, there's two issues there. One is with um, what it says about your business, because it almost says that the business is, is not uh, operating, essentially, if you've got kind of dead social media feeds or a, a dead news feed, etc. But yes, from a kind of uh, blogging perspective, it also undermines the point of blogging. If you're going to to start, maybe pick up a little bit of traction and then just stop, um, you're, you're clearly going to disappear down the, the search rankings. Um, so in terms of frequency, um, you know, there's no specific recommendation, but, you know, it's definitely not a case of having to blog once a day um, or once a week. You know, it's absolutely fine to blog you know, once, a, once a fortnight or once a month if that piece of content is of, of, of greater value. Okay. And let's talk a little bit about social media because there was a time when Google search spiders did not take into account people's profile on social media and their content on social media. But I know now it does. That's right. And of course, Google owns kind of YouTube and a couple of the other channels now. So of course, they want to take this into account. Do you therefore recommend that your clients are blogging on their own website, which attracts people to their site, and they're doing all of the things of the tagging that you mentioned and using all their keywords? But do you also suggest that they leverage this huge kind of just opportunity that social media presents? Yeah, I mean, absolutely, because it's a, a way to um, raise awareness of the content that you're producing. So you can highlight uh, articles and, and news that relates to your customers by your social media feeds. Google's algorithms will will compute all of the social media feeds that you're using to, to work out whether you're a legitimate uh, business or a legitimate website. That definitely factors in. So absolutely, yeah, I would definitely go down that route. And make the most of it. And I know you give lots of advice on the tools that businesses should use. So again, a question we have a lot at Enterprise Nation is, you know, I'm just starting out. Maybe I've started with a Facebook business page. I now want to create my own home on the web. So I want my own sort of digital identity. And we're big believers of using what we call template websites. I think you call them rentable sites. I know you've got a slightly different term. Give us a feeling for kind of what they are and which ones you would recommend. Yeah, certainly. So there are two types of websites. There are the sort of self-hosted type where you're using perhaps an open source content management system like a WordPress or a Drupal 
or a Joomla. And then there are the uh, rented website solutions, which are really, really good, very easy to, to get going very quickly. So the, the top ones would be, depending on what you're looking to do, uh, would be um, Squarespace, um, which is quite high end, very nicely designed templates, which you can you can use and you can get up running very quickly. Uh, there are alternatives as well. So if you're focusing much more on uh, e-commerce, uh, although Squarespace does do e-commerce, um, some people prefer to go with a Shopify type solution, which has um, quite an extensive uh, base of plugins to, to kind of meet the needs of uh, e-commerce business. Um, and then there are other options as well. So um, quite a popular one is Wix and then Weebly as well, which are both more kind of standard um, rented website solutions for marketing style businesses. Um, they, one thing I should say is around the native SEO capabilities of each type. So um, what you'll find, although they're obviously changing all the time, rented website solutions, generally speaking, and this is, you know, they're always going to be honorable exceptions, but generally they provide less opportunity to um, alter the kind of technical SEO aspects. Whereas with something like a WordPress uh, solution, you can usually add in a plugin that will then give you much more um, capability to change the, for example, the description, you know, the two sentence description that often appears in Google, you know, make sure that it checks for how you're performing in terms of um, the keywords in the title of the text and in the URL link and in, you know, uh, in the subheaders of, of the content as well. So yeah, worth bearing in mind. But uh, if you want to get going quickly, then the rented website solution is uh, is a really good option. But what you're essentially saying is if you use WordPress, you've just got that extra flexibility to kind of improve your SEO as compared to the template websites. As a general rule, okay. yes. Um, but I'm sure there will be some solution at some point that will come out that will kind of level the playing field more. Well, what I love is just that these solutions are so affordable anyway. So WordPress, I know, is very cost-effective pricing. Squarespace, I think, is at £20 per month at the moment. Yes, that's right. Depends, on the, depends on the tariff, on the, on the, the capabilities that, that you're using. Yeah. But still, for kind of le definitely less than £50 a month, small businesses literally can have a home on the web, which I just love. You mentioned sharing is caring. Yes. Um, talk us through a little bit of that in terms of I have a website, say I'm still selling flower vases. Um, do I want to be linking out to other websites or do I want other websites to be linking to me? It's a bit of both. Um, so again, Google's algorithm, there's a, a lot of speculation on what's included and what isn't. Uh, the general consensus is that actually linking out from your website is is a good thing. It shows Google that, again, you care about your customers, your site visitors, that you're trying to link them to valuable uh, other sources that they can go to. But generally speaking, I think the best way to think about um, uh, SEO in terms of uh, the off-page SEO, so the non-technical, the relational, is to think about a, a kind of trying to build a network or a spider's web across the internet and siphon off traffic from other websites. So a fantastic um, approach for SEO is around guest posting. So if you can find out who the other competitors, not necessarily competitors, but other websites that are interested in your content are, um, approach them with some great new content that you've produced and then persuade them to to, ho to host that content and then link back to your website. That can be a really great way to kind of take a, take a little bit of that traffic back to yours and, and build your awareness. Lovely. And as a final question, how can I be measuring what's working? So I'm doing all these wonderful things. I'm producing content. I'm sharing links. I'm being linked to from elsewhere. I've got my proper words in that people are searching for. How do I know if this is making any difference? Yeah, so for most people, um, it will be a tool like Google uh, Google Analytics, which is completely free. And so with that tool, you'll be able to see um, 
which uh, channels are linking back to your website. So it'll give you a breakdown of the social media channels, etc. Another great way um, is if you link your website to um, Google Search Console. And that, again, will give you, if you go into, again, it's completely free, uh, you go into the settings and then it will give you a breakdown of all those websites that are linking to you, as well as, um, interestingly, what people, what phrases people are typing in to find your website. So it's a really great way to understand how people are finding you. And that's Google Search? Google Search Console, which is free, okay. and Google Analytics. Lovely. There are other tools, of course, out there. Um, but yeah, it would t- take a while to get through all of them. Well, brilliant. Well, in the space of 15 minutes, we literally have done SEO 101. So Jamie Hewitt, thank you so much for offering your advice and also your time. Thank you. Thank you. That was the Small Business Sessions from Enterprise Nation powered by Zero. Go to enterprisenation.com forward slash podcast to find out more. And big thanks to audio and podcast production service Podraffy for producing this show. See you next time.